Hello everyone, welcome to Soulmates Podcast. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today's episode is a K-pop legend. And you know we're going to only talk about Taemin because we stand him so hard. <laughs> yes. This episode is also sponsored by Thunder from an inclement weather system. <laughs> if you've listened to any K-pop roundups, um, you know that we hardcore stan Taemin from Shiny. We love him so much. And... We wanted to spotlight him because he is truly a modern K-pop legend. Yes, he is. We love him. So Lee Tae-min, he was born July 18th, 1993. Um, He is known as just Tae-min, that's his stage name, and he is a singer, songwriter, actor, and dancer. He became interested in dance pretty early on in his life, and he was inspired by Michael Jackson, which totally tracks. Mm -hmm. Very apparent. (laughs) Yes. His parents recognized his talents and urged him to audition during the 2005 SM Open Weekend Audition casting. And he did, and he was selected because he has it. (laughs) The star factor. He debuted at the age of 14. Too young. (laughs) When I read that, I was like, (gasps) no, a child. (gasps) A child. He debuted with the group Shiny May 2008 on Inkigayo. 14. That's insane. I know. (laughs) I was still aggressively picking my nose at 14. Oh my god. (laughs) I hadn't even gotten my period yet at 14. So because of Taemin's success and artistic impact, he has the nickname of Idol's Idol, which is totally true. He is a fucking legend. Yes. (laughs) So something that we really love about Taemin is that he has this distinctive, intricate dancing style that often incorporates elements of contemporary dance. We fangirl about it every single music video he releases. Literally every single one. (laughs) Another thing we really love about him is that he frequently uses androgynous fashion and heavy makeup, especially in his 2017 single, Move. That's when me and Emily were like, oh, (laughs) zeroed in, in our LGBT crosshairs. Um, (laughs) Taven's discography is predominantly pop, R&B, and sometimes he has occasional influences of rock, hip hop, trap, and electro, and definitely has more of a darker theme overall than his work with Shiny. Which, Shiny does have some darker stuff, but overall, it, it's it's kind of like rainbow, poppy, uplifting, upbeat, boy band type of situation. So he gets to show more of his original flair in his single work. I mean, in Shiny, they have them wearing, like, ruffled pirate shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and in Taemin's solo career, he looks like a 3,000-year-old vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Exactly. Or like he just got caught in a sudden rainstorm, but he's also sexy. Like, yeah. (laughs) His song concepts cover a wide range of topics such as love, lust, self-discovery, philosophy, and faith. And his music videos are very sensual, known for their sensual character, and are often choreography focused, which again, is something we fangirl over every time, and frequently contain biblical references as well. He is actually Roman Catholic, so that explains a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're going to focus on his solo career because 
Taemin has been in three, T-H-R-E-E, three groups. But we are just going to focus on his solo stuff. Yeah, if we covered the background of Shiny and the other groups he's been in, like, it, that would be like a whole month of episodes. So, I feel like we could cover Unique Unit, though, in five minutes. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but yeah, Super M and Shiny would take a long time. His solo work is going to fit within the scope of this episode and truly focuses on his talent and his artistry as a solo artist. On August 18th, 2014, he made his solo debut with the release of his first EP, Ace. It had six songs, and it peaked at number one on South Korea's Gaon music chart, while its lead single, Danger, reached number five on the Gaon weekly digital chart. Let's listen to Danger right now. I remember when we saw Super M, this was like Taemin's solo song, yeah. so that got me hype. <laughs> Taemin released his first album, Press It, on February 23rd in 2016, and the album contained a total of 10 songs, including the lead single, Press Your Number. Bruno Mars was also involved in Press Your Number's production, so he's working with the big wigs. He even took private voice and dance lessons to prepare for the album. Idol's idol. Like, he never stops training or striving to be better. Let's listen to Press Your Number. In June 2016, his first Japanese mini-album was announced, uh, and he had a showcase for it on his 23rd birthday. The album was released on July 27th and had four new songs and a Japanese version of Press Your Number. His second studio album, Move, was released in October 2017 and spawned the hit single, Move. <sighs> this song. <laughs> this song is what sparked it for us. <laughs> Literally. I mean, we, we were shiny fans before, but this was like, Damon, <laughs> immediately after. Um, let's listen to that right now and try to contain ourselves. I have a quote here from Taemin talking about this pivotal album for him. He said, I wanted to go beyond what K-pop typically is perceived as. And through Move, I was able to show a concept that's more edgy, more powerful. Not only that, but regardless of gender, I believe that all of the audience will be able to enjoy and listen to this as something different from most of what's coming out in K-pop. My aim was to find a middle ground, mixing both masculine and feminine movements into the choreography together. God bless, honestly. <laughs> yes, this was the beginning, I feel like, of Taemin's signature aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Masculine, feminine, hard, soft, sensual, mm -hmm. makeup, 
really, really cool choreography. This kind of all started here, and he's only amped it up since. I really enjoy that about Taemin, that he's not afraid to mix in feminine elements into his choreography, into his clothing, and even into his songs. Like, he uses a lot of falsetto, which I guess technically isn't like a feminine thing, but it is a higher register, which most people associate with like a feminine voice, and he's not afraid to mix those things in his songs. Truly an androgynous performer. So the choreography in the song Move is amazing. If you haven't watched the music video, please go watch it. It was actually created by a Japanese choreographer and a frequent collaborator with Taemin, uh, Koharu Sugawara. And the music video became viral in Korea, which spurred many dance covers by both fans and celebrities. And this phenomenon was actually dubbed Move Disease, which I think Emily and I still have. (laughs) (laughs) We're still affected by that. So Move debuted at number two on Guyon album chart and number three on the Billboard World Albums chart. On December 10th, a repackaged edition of Move was released under the title Moving, which, (laughs) but um, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And it added four songs to this. That same month, he was scheduled to perform at the annual KBS Song Festival, but he ended up pulling out a week before due to the death of fellow SHINee member Kim Jong-hyun. That still makes me sad. I know. On November 5th, 2018, he released the self-titled Taemin, his third album and first Japanese studio album. Not even four months after. (laughs) I know. Taemin released his second Korean EP, Want, on February 11th, 2019. For this album, he filmed a minute-long concept video and released teaser images for the cover. He had a photo shoot and a track listing of the EP were released from January 29th to February 2nd through shiny social media and Taemin's official website to build hype for this EP. And the song Want is actually a really good song, so let's take a listen now. In August 2019, he became a member of Super M, a K-pop supergroup created by SM Entertainment in collaboration with Capitol Records. The group's promotions began in October and were aimed at the American market, and you can definitely tell Mm -hmm. uh, they were on a lot of talk shows. They actually debuted the lead single off their first album, Jopping on the Ellen Show. God, that hasn't aged well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Super M has since toured the U.S. and released seven singles, so very busy. Uh, I am so glad we went to see them. I know, that was amazing. (laughs) Just the aggressive amount of adrenaline pumping through us uh, when we came in to one of the songs playing because we were like a tad late. Oh my god! I know. I was like, I was like, I could sprint to our seats. <laughs> if you guys have a chance to see a K-pop artist uh, touring in the United States, do it because you never know when it's going to be the last time. Yeah. So he then released his third Korean studio album, "Never Gonna Dance Again." in two parts, one in September and one in November 2020. This album featured Taemin's highest level of creative involvement to date, 
He described it as a moment of growth for me as an artist, saying, I just really wanted to emphasize my individual talent and showcase my character as an artist, my own individual style. Which, I mean, he is like a teacher, constantly wanting to like better what he's putting out there. So constantly, as you said earlier, trying to make himself better and better. So this album was intended to reflect a turning point in Taman's career, and themes of identity and rebirth are central to the overarching narrative. Taman envisioned the series as a cinematic story, comparing the severed parts to a movie and its sequels that can stand alone but form a complete narrative when brought together. So you can tell that he put a lot of thought into Never Gonna Dance Again. So please pay it respect when you listen to it. According to Taman, Act 1 is about rebelling against the ordinary and the process of finding a new ego. And the lead single, Criminal, is a synthwave song with neutro sounds, so that was pretty new for him. And a Stockholm Syndrome theme, which is also new for him. Idea was the lead single off of Part 2. I really, really love Idea. I love that song, too. (laughs) That song is inspired by Plato's theory of forms and the allegory of the cave, which I was like, of course, Taman would write a song about <laughs> philosophy. And I know. Of course he would. He, he's so extra. I love him. Taman described it as, instead of being trapped in a cave and living in the shadow of truth, I want to free myself from the darkness and embark on a journey of enlightenment where I discover a new ego, identity, and meaning. Let's take a minute to listen to both Criminal and Idea. <laughs> So it was announced that Taman was going to have to enlist in the military. He was the last of the shiny members to enlist. Before his enlistment, he released his third Korean EP advice on May 18th, 2021. He enlisted on May 31st. So, Oh my god. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sad. The album uh, has five songs, including the lead single and it has the same name advice let's listen to advice right now and we reviewed this music video on the last k-pop roundup Think I'll take my own advice. Like, oh, God, I love that song. (laughs) I know. He's in the military right now. He'll be out in two Uh. years. Just the amount that he was releasing up until his enlistment is crazy. He had Super M. He had Shiny. And he had solo work. It was just like (laughs) song after song after song. I cannot imagine the crazy-ass schedule he was leading. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe military enlistment will be a break. We'll see. I know, right? (laughs) I just admire him a lot. He's so talented, but he also is very shy. Mm -hmm. He has has a duality because in his music videos, he is fucking going for it. Serving face, serving body. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And... He is basically eye-fucking the camera the entire time. Mm. But if you watch videos of him, like, at his showcase or interacting with fans, Mm. he is... Adorable. So shy. Just adorable. Just the sweetest little peach. I will never forget watching his birthday showcase, and he's, like, just doing some moves, and the the crowd is going fucking nuts. (laughs) And then he he just, like, blushes, and he's like, "Eh." Oh my god. (laughs) He, like, does, like, a half move and everyone screams. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my Adorable, God. precious baby. I love him. <laughs> yeah, just, like, being someone that, like, never professionally danced but has taken dance classes, like, some of the stuff that he does and how well he does it, like, one of the best dancers I've ever seen. Definitely. His voice is incredible, too. Like, the falsetto that he hits in advice blows my fucking mind. <laughs> He's also, like, a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. You know, he performed at Seoul Fashion Week. He performed Move there. And I was like, yes, bitch, that is exactly where you need to be performing that song. Yes. <laughs> okay, and can we just for a second revisit the fucking <laughs> tracksuit that he's wearing in advice with a crop top that looks like a sports bra? I'm like, no one, everyone go home. No one else can do I know. it. Like... The midriff. I was fucking transfixed. (laughs) I feel like I have to watch his music videos through my fingers (laughs) because I get embarrassed. You're like, the the amount of sexual energy that's radiating from this man. I know. It's very affecting. I always watch his videos more than once. And... If I ever had the opportunity to meet him, I would probably uh, choke up and I'd be like, nice to meet you. And that was it. (laughs) I would be too nervous to say anything. I don't think I'd be able to get an entire sentence out. I think I'd just stumble over my words and I'd just end up like deeply bowing and being like, I love your work. (laughs) (laughs) You're an artist. You're a god. I love you. (laughs) I mean, no one is doing it like him. No one. His predecessors, like Rain uh, and Shinwat, like... I'm sorry. Controversial. Don't They don't hold a candle to this. It's not the same thing. The only person I could see that came even close was Zaya Junsu. And then he went to the military and I don't know what the fuck happened, so... The sexy dancing is not exactly new for men in the K-pop industry. I would say it's probably like an industry standard at this point. But... No one does the mix of the feminine and masculine sensuality in terms of choreography. No one. Taemin is in a class by himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no one strikes that androgynous balance basically anywhere in the K-pop industry except maybe Amber. But she's kind of like doing her own thing right now. I mean, I would still consider it K-pop, I guess. But she doesn't really speak Korean in her songs right now. So... She's like the only one who's also androgynous. She doesn't lean as hard into it as Taemin does. 
with all aspects of the song. Dance, uh, style, musicality. So he's kind of alone in his field, which is why I'm so sad that he's leaving. Because we're going to have this hole. (laughs) And I don't know if anyone's going to fill it. It's a tough role to to try to pick up. I mean, there's going to be a Taman-shaped hole in my heart until he comes back. Yep. What are your dreams for Taman when he returns from military service? Are there any collabs you want him to do? What what do you what do you want from him when he comes back? Hmm. I want him to release a makeup line. Ooh. Uh, like like a uh, non-gendered makeup line. Oh, yes, I love that. I want him to release um, a line of sexy sweaters because he's always <laughs> in some kind of sexy yes. sweater. Yes. <laughs> Um, I want him to do a collab with Charlie XCX because I feel like that would be fucking nuts. Oh, that would be really good. And she's already done a collab with BTS, so. Yes. I kind of want him to collab with Chungha if she's still big. Oh my god, yeah. Because I feel like she could roll with the homies. She could get down. She could surface and body. She does in her music videos, so that's my dream. (laughs) But Taman, I hope you have a relaxing enlistment, if that's even a thing. And we hope to see you soon. Please stay safe. XOXO, Soulmates Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Let's finish this episode with our weekly recommendations. And of course, we got to recommend some Taman songs. (laughs) I'm going to recommend Danger by Taman. I'm going to recommend Idea by Taman. Thank you so much for listening to this K-pop legend series episode all about Taemin. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can look at pictures of Taemin and other photos on our Instagram <laughs> at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email about how much you love Taemin and Shiny at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can watch some of our videos on YouTube at Soulmates Podcast. I think we have some videos with Taemin in them. I'm not sure. No. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, he's on the Shiny uh, Star Walk video. <laughs> oh, and the SM Auditorium. I'm sure there's some Taemin merchandise in there. There somewhere. you go. This program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. Make sure you subscribe or you follow or you like or whatever you need to do because we are going to be here on Fridays for you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.